we overspend because we don't have this red stop sign glaring at us in the face saying, hey, you went over budget here. But cash envelopes, whenever you literally run out of cash in your envelope, that is your red stop sign saying, if you want to stay on track, you can't spend any more money in this category, which is why I usually only use cash for areas in my budget where I tend to overspend. Hey, this is Allison, and welcome to the Inspire Budget Podcast, where we talk all things budgeting, debt, and saving money. I'm thrilled to talk to you about one of the things in my life that I've implemented years and years and years ago that has truly made such a huge impact on my family and our finances, and that is using cash envelopes. Cash envelopes can really change the way you interact with your money. We started using cash envelopes probably about 10, 11 years ago, out of a pure need to change the way that we interacted with our money. And if I'm being completely honest, it's really about the way I interacted with our money. You see, I had the habit of spending whatever I wanted, and I hoped that I just have enough money left over every single month. My method to my madness really was to look at how much money I had in my bank account, spend until I got down to zero or $2 and just hope I had enough money left over. So I wasn't actually planning out how much money I would be spending on different things. I just basically crossed my fingers and I would wing it every single month. And honestly, I don't really know what my husband did before whenever we weren't, whenever we were dating or before we really met. I don't really know how he managed his money. I think it maybe was something similar, but probably a little bit more, I don't know, just in line with some of his goals. He probably had a little bit of a better handle on money than I did. But basically, I barely got by. And I figured that was just good enough. I thought I'm a teacher. I'm making a couple thousand dollars a month. If I get down to $2 and I just have to scrimp and not spend any money for five days until payday, then that's totally fine. But ultimately, cash envelopes changed the way I interacted with my money and our finances. And ultimately, it allowed us to have extra money left over every single month. So I wasn't just spending to zero. So today, I'm going to be sharing with you how to use cash envelopes to help you manage your spending. And I'm also going to answer some of the most commonly asked questions that I get when I I share that we've used the cash for part of our spending for the past 11 years. I truly believe that cash envelopes can be such an incredible tool to help you get your spending under control. Let's just take eating out, for example. This is an area in people's spending that we wildly go over budget. I know I've spoken with people, this one person inside my inner circle who said she was spending $1,000 a month on restaurants and had no idea. And that is That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money to spend on restaurants. But cash envelopes can help hold you accountable to sticking to your restaurant budget. So that way, if you say, you know what, I want to spend $200 a month on restaurants, you're not overspending by $800. And instead, that $800 can go to things like making extra debt payments, investing in an IRA, or even saving for a future vacation. Because I know I would rather use my money personally on things like investments, kids' college funds, and vacations than spending all of it on different restaurant experiences. But thankfully, we can all choose what we would rather spend our money on. Maybe you enjoy spending on restaurants, but you don't like spending on food at the grocery store or 
just random purchases you're making here or there. Cash envelopes just help you get the areas where you feel out of control with your spending and helps you take back control of them. And that's why I think it matters. That's why I would love for you to try them out. Listen to this episode, grab the free printables that are going to be in the show notes so that way you can get started with cash envelopes and I promise you that you're either going to hate it or you're going to love it. And if you hate it, at least you gave it a try. If you love it, you might have found a method that can help you reach your money goals. So let's talk about how to actually make cash envelopes work. What is the actual process? I'm going to kind of go through this pretty quickly because I want to answer a lot of the questions I get, but it comes down to essentially four steps. The first step is to know what categories you want in cash. And really that means you need to start with a budget. When you start with a budget, you know exactly how much you are allocating to different areas of your spending. So you know, okay, I wanna spend $600 this month in groceries and $200 this month in restaurants. You only know that because you're sitting down and making a plan for your money and you've written your budget. But once you have your budget written, you need to know which categories you actually want to spend in cash. I think a lot of people believe that I literally go and take out my entire paycheck in cash and I just have all of this cash on me. That is not true. Instead, I only spend in cash on certain categories in my budget. These tend to be categories where I overspend naturally because having cash and using cash envelopes helps me rein in some of that impulse spending, some of that overspending habits I have. So I only use cash in areas where we need a little bit more control. For our family, that looks like groceries, restaurants, spending money. And then we also um, pull out cash for things like babysitter, housekeeper, and even car maintenance. So that way we have cash on hand in case we need to do things like oil changes or change the tires. It's important to know which categories you want to actually spend in cash and which ones you wanna leave for your debit card. For instance, I have no desire to go up at the gas station and pay for my gas in cash. I only wanna use my debit card or credit card for that. I think it's also important that if you're first starting out with cash envelopes, it can be very easy to get overwhelmed with choosing too many categories. So my recommendation is to start out small. Choose one or two categories where you tend to overspend so that way you can just try out cash envelopes in those areas. And if you love it, you can slowly add in more categories into your cash envelope. Step two is to actually go to the bank and pull out the money. Let's say you wanna go and you wanna pull out $800 and let's say you wanna put $650 in groceries and $150 in restaurant. When you go to the bank and you pull out $800, they're likely just going to give you eight $100 bills, which unfortunately won't work for your cash envelopes because you want $650 in one envelope and $150 in another envelope. This is why it's always important that when you go to the bank to pull out your money, you know your denominations in advance. I literally flip my budget page over on the back and I list out how many 100s I need, 50s, 20, 10s, and 5s. For instance, right now at this current stage in our life, my husband and I each have $25 a month in spending money. And so we each get a 20 and a 5. Whereas my kids are getting paid $5 a week for their chores. And what I do instead for them is I pull out $5 bills. So it's important to go and know in advance 
how many of each type of bill you want. That way, when you go to actually organize everything in your cash envelopes, you're not stuck trying to rob Peter to pay Paul. You're not trying to borrow money from different cash envelopes to make it all work. This is going to make actually organizing your cash envelopes just a lot less stressful, very easy, and fast. Which takes us to our third step, actually organizing the money in cash envelopes. You're going to need cash envelopes to put your money in. I have a whole bunch of free printable cash envelopes. Just click the link in the show notes and you'll get them sent directly to your email. Once you have your money in your cash envelopes, you can either keep them at home or with you on you. I personally don't like to keep the cash on me at all times. I know in advance if I'm going to be running to the grocery store, I'll grab just that envelope and take it with me. The fourth step is to just use cash when you need them. And this way, you always know how much money you have left. For me, it's very easy to overspend at the grocery store. So what I like to do is bring my entire cash envelope with me. And when I'm done, I can count how much money I have left. And I know, okay, if I have $200 left and I have two more weeks left to buy groceries for, I can only spend about $100 each week on groceries. It really helps me make sure that I'm meal planning better. If I have to spend less, I know I need to use up what's in my freezer or my pantry first. It just allows you to be very conscious of your spending. So why do cash envelopes work? Why are they so popular and why have I stuck with them and my husband for 11 years? I feel like that's a long-term relationship there that we've had with cash envelopes. Ultimately, handing over cash is harder. It's harder for me to physically hand over money than it is to swipe a debit card or a credit card. I also love it because I can easily count how much money I have left in my envelope and know, okay, if I'm going to stay on track, I only have this money left. And whenever I run out of that money, I'm not allowed to spend any more money until I refill the envelope. This episode is brought to you by my free Budgeting Basics email course. Here's the deal. Writing a budget you can stick to can be difficult. In fact, sometimes we don't even know where to start when it comes to budgeting. They didn't teach this stuff in school and your parents might not have taught it to you either. My free email course offers you a step-by-step plan on how to budget and get started with paying off debt and saving money. The best part, it's free. I also give you access to a ton of free printables to help you get a little bit more organized. You can get access to my free Budgeting Basics email course by going to inspirebudget.com slash free dash course, or just go down to the show notes below, click the link, and you'll be sent right there. I think the number one reason why cash envelopes work is that they help you stay on track with your budget, with what you had planned to spend. They train you to take back control of your spending and to stop spending when you run out of money. And isn't that usually our problem? We overspend because we don't have this red stop sign glaring at us in the face saying, hey, you went over budget here. But cash envelopes, whenever you literally run out of cash in your envelope, that is your red stop sign saying, if you want to stay on track, you can't spend any more money in this category, which is why I usually only use cash for areas in my budget where I tend to overspend. 
This leads me into the next question that I commonly get asked, and that is, which cash envelope should I have? What categories do I actually need? So number one, if you are new to cash envelopes, start with just one or two categories and start with the areas where you tend to overspend. That's going to be a personal thing. You're going to have to look at your spending habits look back at your money habits, and usually we know, right? We know where we tend to overspend the most. Use cash in that area. I've never met anyone that overspends on their, you know, they pay too much on their electricity bill or they pay Netflix too much, right? We don't need to be pulling cash out for our fixed bill. Those variable expenses like restaurants, eating out, spending money, maybe it's makeup money, maybe it's kids clothes, maybe you just love buying things for your kids. So choose an area in your budget where you tend to overspend and assign yourself a cash envelope budget for that spending. Some common categories include groceries, restaurants, fun money, clothing, and even car repairs. Not that we tend to overspend in car repairs, but we can use cash to save in sinking funds so that way you have cash on hand when you are faced with car repairs. Another question I get asked very commonly is, Allison, are you pulling out all your money in cash? Now that I've been using cash for so long, I think that's a silly question to ask. But honestly, it's a very normal question to ask. You say you're using cash envelopes. People think, okay, if you get paid $3,000 a month, you're going to the bank and you're pulling out $3,000. No, do not pull out all your money in cash. While this might work for some people, I don't think it's wise. I want you to only go and pull out cash for the areas in your budget that you planned to spend cash on. And now the question I know that I get asked so much is, what do you do with leftover money? So first thing, if you have any money left over in your cash envelope at the end of the month, right before the next payday, I want you to celebrate. I want you to do a happy dance. That means that you were on budget. I used to get so excited if I had, I mean, and I still do. I get so excited if I have leftover money in my grocery envelope every single month. And if I have leftover money in my restaurant's envelope every single month, I mean, that is just reason to celebrate because it does not happen often. So first thing, if you have leftover money, celebrate that success because that means you stayed on budget. And whenever you do have leftover money, you do have about four options when it comes to what to do with that leftover money. So let's say you have $100 leftover in your grocery envelope. Let's just that's an easy number. Let's go with that. Your first option is to leave that money in your envelope. So you'll leave the $100 extra in your envelope. And then what that means is that you just have extra money to spend that month. Now you can have bonus grocery money. Maybe you you take that money and you go to Costco and you stock up on some of the more expensive essentials. You just basically just have this bonus money. The second option, which is one that I always did, was I would leave the extra $100 in my groceries envelope and I would budget that much less the next paycheck. So if I normally budgeted $600 for grocery for my grocery envelope for the full month, I would only budget $500, which left me with an extra $100 that month to be able to send to debt or savings. And so that's another option. You can leave the money in your envelope and then actually budget that much less the next month. 
The third option is to just immediately send that money to savings, right? Maybe the day before you get paid again, send that money to savings and save for a big purchase or a vacation. Send any money that you can left over to your savings account because it's a really great way to stay motivated to reach some of your savings goals. And of course, another option that you have when it comes to having leftover money in your cash envelopes is to send that extra money to debt. If you're on your debt-free journey, take any of that leftover cash, go put it inside of your bank account run by the bank, the ATM, put it in and then make an extra debt payment. When you're doing things like this, when you're making those extra debt payments throughout the month, when you're taking just every extra little penny that you find, it's going to allow you to actually make more progress on your debt-free journey and you might even get out of debt a couple months sooner. I know I personally have had such a change overall in the way I've lived and managed my money since I started using cash envelopes. Really, truly, I used to be someone that loved spending money, and I I still do love spending money, but I I felt like I had no control over my spending. I felt like I would walk into my favorite stores, and I would just be drawn to buying all the things. And the thing is, is I either didn't give it any second thought about what I was actually spending my money on, or I just assumed, okay, well, this is what I'm going to do. This is the price I have to pay and I'll get over it. And really, ultimately, that led me with lots of shame and guilt later on in life whenever I realized what I had done. I had overspent. And so using cash envelopes has helped me really think twice. It's allowed me to think twice about my spending. It's allowed me to learn patience and saving up for what I want. It's allowed me to see very visibly a stop sign that says, this is where your budget was, this is your budgeted amount, you are out. Whereas when we're swiping a debit card, when we're swiping a credit card, we don't have that visual reminder that we are going over budget. So it's just this flashing red light to me that says, Allison, If you continue to spend, you are no longer going to be able to reach your goals this month or you're not going to get as far on your goals. To me, cash envelopes have really just shaped the way I see money, the way I spend money in such a positive way that honestly, I used to think I'll use cash for a period of time and then I'll be done with it. But now I can't imagine not having some of my cash envelopes like my groceries envelope and my restaurants envelope. I can't imagine not having it because whenever we don't use cash envelopes, we go way overboard compared to when we do use cash envelopes. If you're new to cash envelopes and you're sitting here thinking, I'm not really sure, I just want to give you a little bit of encouragement. Just try it out. Try it out for three months. Choose one or two categories in your budget that you feel like you tend to overspend on. Just choose two categories and just commit to three months of using cash envelopes. The worst thing that can happen is you realize, hey, I don't really like it. The best thing that can happen is it can change the way you interact with your money and give you more money in your budget to do what you want. At the end of every solo episode, I love to answer a question from someone I get on Instagram. This one is from She Slowly Saves, and her question was, our only debt is a 0% car loan. Do we rush to pay it off? Thank you so much for submitting your question. Here's the deal. 
I don't think that you should have to rush to pay this off, especially when it's 0% and it's not accruing any interest. Instead, I think this is the perfect opportunity for you as long as you can easily afford that car payment to take any of your extra money and to start investing it. Take that extra money and increase your 401k contributions. Open up a Roth IRA. Start investing in index funds because ultimately when compound interest is on your side for years and years and years to come, it's going to help you build wealth and be ready for retirement. Another option is to use that extra money to send it, build up your emergency fund, save for Christmas, save for vacations. But I would love to see you use that extra money that you were going to be putting towards that car loan and invest it instead. That way you can be making money and then continue to pay off this 0% interest loan until it's done. Don't forget that down below, you can get the link to my free cash envelope guide, which is going to include cash envelope printables that you can print from home today to get started with your own cash envelopes. You can also click the link below to sign up for my budgeting basics email course, where I'll give you other printables to help you write a budget you can stick to. Ultimately, I hope that this episode about one of my favorite tools in my personal finance toolbox helps you live your best life and reach your money goals. I'll see you next Thursday. 